Morning prayer begins on page 3. Thus saith the High and Lofty One that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is Holy. I dwell in the high and holy place, with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble, and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Continuing on page 7. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, it shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together the Venite on page 9. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 139 is on page 514. O Lord, thou hast searched me out and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thoughts long before. Thou art about my path and about my bed, and art acquainted with all my ways. For lo, there is not a word in my tongue, but thou, O Lord, knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful and excellent for me. I cannot attain unto it. Whither shall I go then from thy spirit, or whither shall I go then from thy presence? If I climb up into heaven, thou art there. <laughs> if I go down to hell, thou art there also. If I take the wings of the morning and remain in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there also shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, peradventure, the darkness shall cover me, then shall my night be turned to day. Yea, the darkness is no darkness with thee, but the night is as clear as the day. The darkness and light to thee are both alike. For my reins are thine, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks unto thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My bones are not hid from thee, though I be made secretly and fashioned beneath in the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being imperfect, and in thy book were all my members written which day by day were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How dear are the counsels unto me, O God! O how great is the sum of them! 
I tell them they are more in number than the sand. When I wake up, I am present with thee. Wilt thou not slay the wicked, O God? Depart from me, yet bloodthirsty men. For they speak unrighteously against thee, and thine enemies take thy name in vain. Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee, and am I not grieved with those that rise up against thee? Yea, I hate them right sore, even as though they were mine enemies. Try me, O God, and seek the ground of my heart. Prove me and examine my thoughts. Look well if there be any way of wickedness in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. It was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without it. Here begins the 11th verse of the 15th chapter of the book of Ecclesiasticus. Say not thou, it is through the Lord that I fell away, for thou oughtest not to do the things that he hateth. Say not thou, he hath caused me to err, for he hath no need of the sinful man. The Lord hateth all abomination, and they that fear God love it not. He himself made man from the beginning and left him in the hand of his counsel. If thou wilt to keep the commandments and to perform acceptable faithfulness, he hath set fire and water before thee. Stretch forth thy hand unto whether thou wilt. Before man is life and death, and whether him liketh shall be given him. For the wisdom of the Lord is great, and he is mighty in power, and beholdeth all things. And his eyes are upon them that fear him, and he knoweth every work of man. He hath commanded no man to do wickedly, neither hath he given any man license to sin. Here ends the first lesson. The Deum Laudamus on page 10. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee, the goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee, the noble army of martyrs praise thee, the holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee the Father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable, true, and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ, thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. 
O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here begins the 12th verse of the second chapter of the epistle to the Philippians. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Yes, and if I am being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. For the same reason you also be glad and rejoice with me. Here ends the second lesson. Together, Jubilate Deo, on page 15. O oh, be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. O oh, go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who art always more ready to hear than we to pray, and art wont to give more than either we desire or deserve, pour down upon us the abundance of thy mercy, forgiving us those things whereof our conscience is afraid, and giving us those good things which we are not worthy to ask, but through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord. Amen.
God work, the author of peace and lover of concord, and knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of thy enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Interesting, our, in our collect today, one of the things to, to keep in mind as we look at all of our scriptures for the week is that what we're asking, um, we're asking God who gives us more than we desire or deserve to pour down at the abundance of his mercy and to continue forgiving us um, those things whereof our conscience is afraid and giving us good things that we are not worthy to ask, which he does, and that through his son, Jesus Christ. So uh, a couple points in the um, scripture from Ecclesiasticus or Sirach, if you're looking it up, and that's the other name for that book. But uh, before each person is a choice, this is verse 17, before each person is a choice and it's life or death, and whatever, whichever one he chooses, he will be given. And uh, so again, we're be, being called to make good choices. So also when we come into worship, um, just just wanted to remind you that we come to worship and we're not doing a service to God. We're not doing God a favor by showing up for morning and evening prayer or communion on Sunday morning or any other service we go to. What we're doing is we're joining uh, the worship in heaven that's continuous. So we're joining in a worship that's already coming. And so that's one of the reasons like in evening prayer, we do we do confession, not just for sin, but to remind ourselves that where we're going is, is we're just joining the heavenly worship that's that's already going on. And that's that's our privilege as uh, believers that Jesus gives us that we get to join in that worship. So looking at the um, uh, chapter or passage from Philippians, Philippians has always been one of my favorite books. Um, it's one that uh, when you, you can read through in a week, you can read a chapter each day and uh, get through the book and, and repeating it is really a good thing because there's just so much good stuff in it. But what we read in, um, in uh, the first verse here is that Paul's saying that the Philippians are being commended because they were always obeying uh, the things that they were taught by him. And this uh, in communion this morning, we're going to read about or we're going to hear about the Corinthians who, who weren't quite as good as that as the uh, Philippians. He also has a confusing thing here, a thing that's a little a testy. It's called work out your own salvation, he says. And so it's important to know that the Greek word uh, work out means continually to bring something to fulfillment or completion. In other words, not to try to figure out how I'm going to be saved, but to bring, to work on, to continue to uh, be faithful in, in the salvation process that begins as we believe in Jesus and, and as he transforms us as we as we uh, worship him. So um, it, 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 is, it more points to our responsibility for an active pursuit of, and obedience in, in, the, in our process of being set aside, which is sanctification. And then in the verse 14, he says, without complaining or disputing, 
Um, the Greek word for complaining is a, is a term, and it sounds like uh, just what it means is complaining. It's like muttering or grumbling. Um, it's an emotional rejection of God's providence and uh, the circumstances for our life. And I think there's some examples we've read in Exodus of people that were complaining against Moses um, found out that the earth beneath their feet wasn't as solid as they thought, and they were buried. And uh, just speaking against God's anointed, which was Moses, was, was not a good thing. Um, because that was like speaking against God. So what that means is we have to be humble and with humility accept God's purposes for our life, which means we also have to understand that our life has meaning in our faith, whether we see it or not. And so that's the faith we have is that we, we haven't seen Jesus in the body yet, but we believe that we will and that we believe we'll see him um, in the in the kingdom to come but we believe that and we believe we pray for people and we may not see their a change in their life but we don't we don't know if the change in their life comes after our life or or if we're part of that story or not but we live in faith and so in verse 16 he talks about holding fast which um sometimes i think when we read english one thing to remember is when we read the english translation sometimes we'll read holding fast and for that means holding on tightly and so it, um, it's some of the translations and, and, and the commentators believe it's, it's more correctly would be brought forth holding forth, which means that we're living this life and we hold it forth as an example and an offering, not only to God, but to others, the, the word of life and that they can see as we hold forth or hold fast that, that, uh, we are the gospel. Um, and so it's, it's, uh, it, it's at a testimony, um, one of the things I've always liked about a testimony, Father Kevin told me this, but uh, sometimes and this, this is not meant to be guilt producing, but I'll share it with you. But he said that sometimes people, they think they're doing a service for God and, and they're going to do their service next week and they may not come to church uh, because they're, they're forgetting that they're not just coming to serve, to serve God. They're coming to join into this worship. But he has a thing for when somebody goes to church and I really like this. He, when we show up at church and we plant ourselves in the seat and we participate in the service, Father Kevin calls that an evangelical presence. And it's kind of like when you're going to pick a restaurant on a road, you want to go to the one where all the trucks are stopped, not the one where there's nobody there. And so that's our, our uh, part of our service and our evangelical outreach is to just be there and participate in this great worship that's going on at all times. So in verse 13, 13 we see that God works uh, with us. And, and we are to live without complaints towards God, to be blameless and harmless. These are the things that Paul's instructing us to do. And without faults, and we're to be a light to the perverse and wicked generation. So our life is a light. So uh, Paul actually ends and he, re he asks them as he's being poured out, he realizes that he's going to be killed for his faith. And instead of saying, you know, help me get out of this, he goes, rejoice with me for this. Rejoice and pray, pray for me and rejoice that he gets to serve Christ in his death. And so um, I was reading Henry Nouwen this morning, and he talks about death can come suddenly, and we don't know when. And the best thing is to have um, all our relational things worked out at all times, which is what um, we you were instructed to do as Christians to keep ourselves um, in, that, in that state with our families and with the people we're around. But what Henry Nouwen said is when we're ready to die, then we're truly ready to live. So we, I'm going to end the the service today because we're going into communion i'd like to end with a prayer for sunday morning 
and uh, wish you a great time at our church services, at the next church service at, at the Eucharist today. O God, who makest us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, thou safest this day such blessing through our worship of thee, that the days to come may be spent in thy service through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Thank you to my co-leader, Keith. Good to be with you this morning. Have a good 12th Sunday in Trinity. Thank you, Thank you very much. Thank you, Deacon. Thank you. Thank you.